At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host from Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Pritch. Happy President's Day. I tell you what, we've gone through a, a long winter in Boston, Pritch. It's like 60 degrees. The sun is shining. I forgot what the sun looks like, but it's <laughs> giving me some good vibes today. So a lot to get to. I know it's kind of a smaller than usual betting slate, mm-hmm. only a little bit NHL. We do have a bunch of college basketball we, we got to get to. But maybe today we can you know, stretch our legs a little bit, recap the weekend. Yes. I'm really excited for uh, the next block. We'll talk about the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. So get ready for a lot of draft talk and March Madness talk. But Pritch, how you doing? How was your weekend? Let's get after it oh, the today. weekend was fantastic. Uh, I did betting across America on a weekend with Femi Abebefe on Sunday, and uh, it was festive. Uh, a lot of uh, basketball, and certainly we uh, previewed the Daytona 500, which was interesting. I even made a bet, Josh. I even made a bet. <laughs> How'd on, you do? Well, it, it, you on? lap 63 did me in. Uh, Denny Hamlin <laughs> got uh, caught up in a crash, a wreck, uh, which was spectacular. Car went flying. Uh, in the Daytona 500, and there goes my ticket right there. I, I didn't, I didn't sprinkle on uh, some long shots, which I should have. Got a lot of great information from Jeff Motley from Gone Racing, and uh, certainly the evaluation, and a lot of people, Wes Reynolds on on top of it in terms of uh, this race could present opportunities to bet long shots. But I didn't do that. I, I went and I started and stopped with Denny Hamlin at the top. I went chalk. Well, I wouldn't kick yourself, Prince. I mean, you know, we did get some great intel from Jeff talking about, hey, maybe you lean on some of these group betting yep. uh, spots where, hey, you get four drivers. You just got to get one to beat the rest of the three. But, Pritch, I'll tell you what, during the pandemic, when it first hit and we were all scrambling and freaking out, when are sports going to come back? Will they ever come back? I really got into UFC. I did a little golf. I did a little NASCAR. And just like you, I remember I was on a guy and there was a, a, a you know, a huge crash here. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've suffered bad beats, buzzer beaters, walk off homers. I've never had a, a bad beat where we have a car crash. So again, yeah. hopefully everyone's all right, but uh, it's a whole different way of sweating. Uh, but Pritch, uh, maybe this just gets you a little more excited to dabble into NASCAR. A little well, bit you know what? I'm looking forward to the race out here in Las Vegas, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We're going to have fans, uh, a lot of fans coming in town for it. So that's going to be a spectacular event. Uh, but jo- Josh, as I watched the Daytona, I- I'm like, wait a minute. So you can make somebody wreck on purpose. Like you can literally bump them uh, and make them scared at 200 miles an hour. And that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's NASCAR. That's crazy to me. 
I don't get it either, French. I would say, you know, my my uh, my shake and bake here from Talladega Nights, I, you know, you're working with your partner or whatever you're going to do here. But, yeah, it's kind of the intricacies, like, you know, for a novice like me, and, you know, I'm in Boston, so New Hampshire Motor Speedway isn't too far away. I went there once when I was a little bit younger. But uh, there's a lot of intricacies. It just feels like, oh, they're going super fast in a circle. But there's a lot of strategic, oh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, strate- strategy involved. And, uh, again, Pritch, this is the sort of thing where you wet your whistle, you take it a little easy, and then kind of pick up on these things as they move forward. Forward. So uh, hopefully this maybe opens the door to more NASCAR talk on betting. <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe it will. It's intriguing. That's for sure. Uh, College Hoops too. Uh, Femi and I, we talked about Providence Butler. I was baffled by the performance of Providence early on in that one as they lead that conference. And yet Butler had not been playing well. I, I, I mentioned the total. Uh, and I didn't think it was going to go under. I thought there was like a 12-point buffer there for a chance to go over just because of recent bias, the inter- re- recent bias in terms of uh, the last three games, both teams scoring over 70 points. But uh, it unfolded that way later on in the game as Providence uh, closed the gap <laughs> that was created by <laughs> Butler shooting over 60% at one point uh, from three. Uh, incredible basketball action from the, the weekend, Josh. That game, also Houston, uh, Wichita uh, State stood out as well and then of course Michigan and Wisconsin stood out over the weekend yeah so definitely that Providence Butler game I actually was writing about that game in a sharp report for vison.com slash newsletter and I was looking at Providence early they weren't that heavily bet mm-hmm. uh, in terms of a popular play and yet they had a good line move I think they were minus three up to like minus four but there's a lot of buyback there and it's also you know we bet NBA Pritch we're really programmed to look at NBA injuries but I believe there was a um, you know and I, I will tell you right now Pritch I have a new puppy in the Applebaum household so you know my sweats aren't at you know the highest level they should be I'm doing <laughs> okay. you know potty training and taking taking Meadow out to walk so okay. if I if I screw up one of these line moves, maybe maybe I've kind of you're gonna blame the puppy. But you're gonna blame the I'm puppy. I'm gonna blame the puppy. Yeah, <laughs> great, all great owners do, Prince. Okay. So you know. <laughs> But I think there was an injury there because I was doing Lombardi line and there was some buyback there on Butler and they end up covering that number. They don't win the game. But right. uh, I think that's really important. You know, looking back on it was, hey, follow that late movement, you know, see where it's going. It's not going to win every time. But that was pretty lopsided. Ended up being more lopsided toward Providence. Pritch, the one that I really liked yesterday was SMU. SMU mm. at home against Memphis. That was kind of a blueprint play for me. You had heavy, heavy betting there on Memphis, one of the most lopsided uh, plays of the day. And also Sunday, Pritch, like you have the, you know, only like 15 games, kind of like a Friday where they all get heavily bet and you can maybe extract some more contrarian value. But like about that one, you know, Memphis is getting, you know, 60, 70% of bets. They open lane three, they get down to, I think, what was that? Two. And you saw uh, obviously a bylaw opportunity there with a Ken Palm sound, the alarm who had, who had SMU winning. So a lot of sweats to recap Pritch, and we didn't even get into uh, UFC at all. So yeah. uh, pretty good UFC weekend as well. And, and thanks to gamble and Lou for some tips, especially on Dalkus. He came through bigly for the team. Yeah. You got to follow Lou on Twitter for sure. Not only from our show, the appearance that he does on Thursdays during the week, but uh, on Twitter gives out some great information and about business podcasts that you can catch uh, from Lou Finicaro. Uh Josh, the NBA all-star game, uh, the skills challenge, too. Uh, it was festive, I, I guess, the three-point uh, uh, contest because Cat wins. I think he was 12-1. to 1. We talked about that, too. Cat <laughs> uh, uh, gets it done uh, shooting three-pointers. 
Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I think, and as you mentioned, Pritch, on Friday we went through all these, uh, you know, different uh, skills competition, mm -hmm. dunk, all this stuff. We had some decent hits. Obi Toppin came through right. for us. Also the Cavs in the you skills competition. The mm -hmm. Yeah, hit, hit that one, which was nice. Uh, I did have Luke Kennard in a three-point contest, which he had a really good opening round, but <laughs> kind of sailed off there late. And Carl Anthony Towns, again, what was he, 12 to 1, 10 to 1, some big yeah. number that came through. But I think, Pritch, what's important and, you know, kind of a teachable moment, I know it was an exhibition game, but we always talk about it. I, I know there's not a perfect answer here, but when you're late to the party, is it still worthy of making a bet? I think this is really critical because, number one, how good are the odds makers, Pritch? That total in that game, it opened at 321. Mm -hmm. It closed 325. What happens? It lands 323. So depending on, you know, what number you got, early pros that hit the over early. I think we did a show, what was it, maybe Wednesday, yep. where I think you had 72% of bets, 84% of money. The three, I think you even opened like 319 at some shops. But the whole point there was, you know, you want to be with that sharp movement going over, but does it get to a point so high that it becomes either a layoff opportunity or just, you know, maybe buy low and take the under? Michael Lombardi on Lombardi line bought low and took the under 325, and he cashed that thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I will just say that would have taken five years off my life, uh, Pritch, <laughs> with no clock in the Elam ending trying to sweat that thing. But again, get it's not just who you like, what side or total, it's what number you got. And if you're betting an over 325 when it opens 319, I hope you win, but often Oftentimes, getting the worst of the number is a really dangerous proposition. And you say this often. I mean, there's chasing steam, right, that can catch you and burn you. Uh, and in that <laughs> case, too, that total closing that high, maybe a chance to go under. Great job, Michael Lombardi, on that one. Um, certainly the all-star game. It, look, it's going to live up to uh, what our expectations are. Steph, unguarded, is going to go for 50 points and win MVP. <laughs> uh, no shocker right there. LeBron James with an incredible shot at home. Uh, I mean, that's what you got to do in an NBA all-star game. I thought it was perfect uh, to end the weekend. Let's get to NBA news, though. Uh, Chris Paul is out six to eight weeks with a fractured right thumb, uh, Josh. He dealt with the injuries on both hands last year in the finals. Uh, he's going to take some time out, uh, which I think is needed. Now, uh, the odds uh, are certainly changing because the Warriors are going to get healthy uh, down the stretch to end the, end the year. Uh, they're plus 425. The Suns plus 450 as favorites to win NBA title. Uh, with this news about Chris Paul, how are you feeling about the Suns? So I think it may be a blessing in disguise just in terms of right. being an older player who could really use some time off, you know, get your legs back and, you know, really just say, hey, we got a huge lead to the to the credit of the Suns. You know, no, uh, you know, NBA finals hangover for them. Best record in the NBA. They've been killer ATS and just outright. So, again, having a break here and getting off your feet as an older player could benefit him when he gets to the rigors of the playoffs. But, Pritch, I have an issue with Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. But you have a broken thumb. Why are you playing in the All-Star game? I don't understand this. If I'm a fan of the Suns, I'm mad at Chris Paul. I need you to get that thing wrapped, not to play in the All-Star game. And I know he's like, hey, you know, I'll play one-handed and it's no big deal. But what if you aggravate that injury even more? Maybe, maybe the doctor said, hey, put a brace on it. You can't make it any worse. But as a novice outside, you know, fan looking in, if I'm a fan of Jason Tatum and the Celtics, which I am, and Tatum has a broken wrist and he's going to miss the next six weeks, but he plays in the All-Star game, that's kind of frustrating to me. I wonder if there's any Suns fans out there, what they think of that. I think he shouldn't have played personally. Well, I mean, there could be financial reasons why he played or he showed up in uniform, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, Harden didn't play. He's got the soft tissue uh, situation with the hamstrings. So uh, you understand that. But yeah, there
there was not going to be any contact to Chris Paul. I mean, I think uh, all the players were aware of the situation, and Paul uh, might have even informed everybody about his thumb. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as the Suns moving forward, uh, they're going to lose the assist leader in the NBA right now. They're going to lose that leadership. I, I thought he brought out the best of the players on the floor with him. Uh, DeAndre Ayton included, but so where's the leadership going to be come from? Uh, can Booker step up his game? I, I mean, you're right about the Suns. They've lost 10 games uh, all year so far. One of the better teams, if not the best team uh, in the NBA. But when it comes to the finals and okay, the time out situation for Chris Paul is going to help him. Uh, but then when you look at Golden State getting healthy, uh, maybe a chance for the Warriors to sneak in here. Yeah, again, we're going to have to see how this thing yeah. plays out. I would say, you know, we did see Dragic here, uh, Pritch, on the buyout market, just signed with the Nets. So right. I thought that was kind of a sneaky good move. Not a great defensive guy, but if he's coming off the bench, you know, that's a pretty deep team overall. I'm wondering if, you know, the Suns tried to get in on Dragic and maybe he uh, before the injury mm -hmm. or after the injury, but I think he could definitely help them. And as you mentioned, you know, who's going to step up? Devin Booker, now it's your time. You're a great scorer, but now without Chris Paul, take your game to the next level. Become that leader, not just that facilitator and scorer. Absolutely. VSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, and more. The deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com slash madness to sign up today. Come up next on the program Super Bowl in the rear view we take a look at some odds to be drafted first overall let's come up next at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5 Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare to BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by Betting Jim. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, we venture into 
the NFL draft. I know you've been waiting for this. You've been waiting for this. So we have odds, the number one pick in, an, in the National Football League draft odds here. Uh, so uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I'm intrigued by this one because he's plus 165 and the Lions have the number two overall pick. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one overall pick. Evan Neal plus 175 on the board. Thibodeau uh, plus 350. I'm not going to go farther than that. I mean, some of these other people, like there's not going to be a quarterback drafted number one overall in this year's draft. Uh, so it's really going to be uh, the premium position. And uh, how do you how do you regard the premium position? Is it left tackle? Is it right tackle? Is it an edge player when it comes to the number one overall pick in this coming draft? Yeah, so first off, Pritch, thank you to our producer, Ben Wilson, for saving this segment for today because I'm really excited to kind of just have a full segment on this. And I'm the kind of guy who loves betting the NFL draft. If It's, it's an information-based bet. If you do your homework, if you track the mocks, you track the line movement, maybe get an inside source here and there, you can really make some money. So I'll kind of break it down two ways, Pritch. So first off, when the Lions were really cruising there to the number one pick and it looked like it was going to be Lions first overall, Hutchinson made a ton of sense, plus 165. He's from in-state, you know, Michigan here. You went with Penny Sewell last year uh, with uh, with Detroit, so you don't really need an offensive lineman. You could look for an edge rusher to really help your defense, a physical guy who really goes uh, kind of to the way that Mr. Kneecaps wants to play over there, Pritch. So that made a lot of sense. But then once the Lions won a couple games down the stretch and it became the Jaguars' number one pick, I actually am on Evan Neal for this play, Pritch. Now, I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited to hear your breakdown here. So from my angle, why is it going to be Neal? Uh, number one, it makes the most sense. Uh, obviously, if you're rebuilding here, you're perpetually rebuilding, it feels like, in Jacksonville, Pritch. But uh, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. I think it all starts with Lawrence. Uh, so, therefore, you know, do you add a, an edge rush guy like Hutchinson? I don't think so. I think it all, you know, the, the future of the Jags is, is based upon what you're going to get out of Lawrence. And by adding uh, a guy who's 6'7", 350, and can, has some versatility, can play mm -hmm. both tackle spots, that makes a ton of sense to me to protect Lawrence. Also, Peterson, an offensive-minded guy, you want to solidify your line to give Lawrence time to do, make all the plays that you want him to make. And then there's another angle here, Pritch. The other angle is you have a lot of uh, free agents on the offensive line of the Jaguars. So you have three starters who are free agents, including Cam Robinson, who could leave. So it's not only like let's reload and stock this line and protect uh, Lawrence, but it's also, you know, cap saving money wise. You'd be able to have a, you know, a five year contract here with Neil at pretty low money and the number one picks. It's not Sam Bradford, Pritch, you know, signing for 80 million when he gets drafted. These numbers are a little bit lower. So I like Neil in this spot. To me, it's kind of a, it makes it a lot of sense. Let's see if this plus 175 little experiment, give it a week, give it two weeks. Does this get down to 150? Does this move toward Neil? That's the next thing I want to see. But Pritch, if you were, you know, a bulky here or, or Peterson, would you go Neil? What makes the most sense? What's your take on this number one pick? Well, you laid out that out perfectly right there, Josh, to be honest with you, uh, how you're thinking about this coming draft uh, a little bit later on in the year, April, the end of April. Uh, Jaguars, they had the number one overall pick. Uh, head coach Doug Peterson uh, settled a weekend. Uh, he'll be the offensive play caller, uh, but admitted that it won't be a quick fix. Uh, to what you were talking about, Jacksonville, they have a laundry list of needs right now, right? Uh, so is left tackle going to improve the team? Yeah, it will. If you can get the best player available right there at that position, absolutely. Uh, the thing about this time of year, Josh, is discovery and confirmation. So everybody's evaluating everybody. And I know Evan Neal is thought of as the best left tackle or best offensive tackle or our option at tackle. But yet there's going to be some player that makes people think differently. 
right? There's going to be another tackle out there that's going to be impressive, whether or not it's in the weight room or maybe his pro day. Uh, and uh, stuff like that's going to happen. We're going to get a lot of noise between now and the draft, too. Uh, now, the Hutchinson thing is interesting in that he's a favorite because of Jacksonville and the laundry list that they need. Uh, Jacksonville can trade down, which makes it intriguing because you look at the Jets. I mean, not, excuse me, not the Jets, the Giants. They have two top 10 picks, and they need offensive line help. Who's to say that they don't try to get the number one overall pick, right? Uh, and it could be Neil. That bolsters your, your discussion right there, your position, if you like Neil. Uh, and then Hutchison can still fall to Detroit. So my point is, is Detroit has to keep aware of who could trade up in front of them uh, and not take Hutchinson because there could be other teams that might want an edge player like Hutchinson. Yeah, and this kind of goes to the uh, the great quote by Mike Tyson. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched <laughs> in the mouth, Rich. So, like, my plan is Neil here. Yeah. I, I could get punched in the mouth if we have one of these teams jump up and try to go for the number one pick. And if you're the Jags, I guess that would make sense. You have so many needs. You kind of mm -hmm. stockpile multiple picks here. Uh, and maybe you want to have Josh Allen, not the quarterback Josh Allen, but the edge rusher, you know, paired with Hutchinson. Here I am kind of uh, scaring myself off my own play, Pritch. But well, uh, with these trades, that's the thing you can't predict, Pritch. Right. That, to me, is kind of the outside factor here, the bad beat factor of, hey, you know, we have, uh, you know, a betting take on this and an odds movement take on this. Uh, but is there something that happens that kind of throws that out the window? So based on the odds, like, really, I would look toward um, Ikem Ekwanu. Here's a guy, an mm -hmm. offensive tackle that's gotten a lot of run. He's the only other guy that is in a plus 400 or less situation. Like after Aquanu, Charles Cross, who I, I, he was linked in some drafts to the Giants, I believe, to fix their offensive line. He's 30 to 1, 30, you know, 40 to 1, 51. All these guys are much further. And the Ozmakers don't typically get, you know, a guy going number one overall who in, you know, February was 30 to 1. So I would expect it's going to be one of these four guys. And also just kind of a, a, a take and a, maybe a tip here on mock drafts. Know the source of the mock draft. Right. Like you can search mock drafts, Britt and I love it. I do it for fun. I'm one of those crazy people that just searches it every day and sees the updated, uh, you know, projections here. But what's great is we can all put out our mock there. I could have, you know, uh, my, my uncle, you know, uh, my uncle Stanley put out a, you know, a mock draft here, but are you really going to take that into account? No, I lean on these, you know, like your Kuipers, your McShays, just don't fall in love with a mock draft unless you know the source and it's got to be a trusted source. That would just be a tip there with mocks. Yeah. DJ is really good too. Uh, Bucky uh, NFL network. Those two are outstanding. Um, DraftKings has Evan Neal at plus 150. He's a favorite. So you have to shop around a little bit, Josh. You got to shop around and that's a huge thing here. And you may not think it's a big difference. Like, Oh, 175, 150, who cares? It's, you know, it's 25 cents, but as betters, we're always programmed to maximize our reward, mm -hmm. minimize our risk here. So uh, great point. And it's not like, Hey, back in the day when, you know, we didn't have all these legal States. Now we have sports betting legalization, different books have different numbers. There's probably going to be a ton of like sign up bonuses, odds boosts, you know, bet a dollar on Neil to go one and get, you know, $200 in free bets. That's probably going to be, be a big promotional thing. But to your point, no, matter what you're doing and there's only a couple you know pretty much the number one picks the only uh prop i see out there pritch but almost like the super bowl on propapalooza we'll get all these draft ones in the coming weeks here uh but again you know shop around always think about hey if i'm gonna bet something if i want to buy a car i'm not gonna buy one at the dealership at the end of my street i'm gonna shop around get the best price wherever the best price might be well i agree with you i think offensive tackle the odds suggest that offensive tackle is going to be the number one overall pick and then also the circumstances i mentioned the giants they have two top 10 picks josh and uh, if you think about how you value top 10 picks i mean can you essentially get to the number one overall pick and with two 
uh, picks within the top 10, uh, that could be entertaining to Jacksonville, and they could still get a player that they would want or covet. Also, keep in mind about free agency. We're going to have that period prior to the draft. Uh, so that can change some things or some fortunes for certain teams uh, as well. So uh, how, how are you approaching it that way? Are you going to wait uh, to make a bet on it? Or are you going to look at free agency and then uh, make the bet? Or are you going to go ahead and jump on the number that you like? So full transparency, I bet Neil plus 175. Okay. To me, it's just even if I if, even if I lose this bet, I feel like the 175 is a pretty decent number. Mm -hmm. Again, you go to a lot of these mocks, McShay, Kuiper, they're number one here. Daniel Jeremiah Brooks, who you mentioned, Pritch, uh, are really leaning on Neil. And again, if it wasn't, you know, three free agent offensive linemen and, you know, a new coach who's an offensive minded guy taking over, maybe I wouldn't be as bullish, but it kind of makes a lot of sense to me. And also you bring up the Giants, like Dayball taking over, yeah. offensive minded guy, you yep. know, uh, Charles Cross Link to them a quantum link to them you have a lot of holes though do you want to you know put all your chips in one basket and get neil or maybe a quantum and you know kyle hamilton a safety there from notre dame he's getting a lot of runs so fill in those holes to me if you have a lot of them maybe you kind of keep those picks but we'll see pritch we'll see what this new regime in, in new york uh, and also the jets with two picks what they want to do too yeah peterson says it won't be a quick fix i wonder what dable's uh, <laughs> thinking about out there with the giants too you're right they might hold on to those two uh, top 10 picks uh but i, I love your position because I do think this year's draft and when you don't have a quarterback the number one overall pick he, he's got to be that guy Hutchinson is that player but it makes so much sense for Detroit to secure Hutchinson in every way right I mean uh, even if somebody trades in front of them uh, they cannot allow Hutchinson to get away outside of Detroit I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, pass rushers, you know, cornerbacks, these are really the, the positions that are really, uh, you know, in dire need. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great job on that with the draft, Josh. We'll, we'll certainly revisit the draft. But coming up next, we got some hockey to talk about. It's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. segment of betting across America is brought to you by Zen nicotine pouches a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes dip or vape no more smelling like an ashtray no more spit cups no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with Zen nicotine pouches are smoke free spit free and available in 10 varieties like spearmint winter green citrus and many more each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, the NHL early slate today. Uh, your Boston Bruins are pouring it on the abs. I was going to tout the abs big time today, uh, but not, not off to a great start. A lot of people uh, assume that they were sleeping, sleepwalking. Uh, and you have the Boston Bruins on top controlling this game five to one uh, in the third period. Uh, your thoughts uh, going into this game. Did you have a play? 
So, Pritch, I'm actually glad I laid off. I was so okay. close on the Avalanche. They did have some line movement in their favor. I think they opened out a lot of shops, you know, as low as, like, minus 160. They got steamed up to 180. But I'm like, hey, like, do I really want to bet against my Bruins? I can't watch <laughs> the game because I'm working. Like, I don't want to, you know, kind of ruin my afternoon in that regard. But got to give credit to the Bruins here. This is the last game without Brad Marchand, who had his six-game suspension mm-hmm. upheld. So he's going to be coming back. Bergeron. Broke was killer. Yeah, the no, the nose face killer. Yeah, Prince <laughs> right. is coming back. Uh, no broke uh, broke nose killer too. But yeah. I would just say uh, two things with the Bruins moving forward. Number one, thank God Patrice Bergeron is okay. This is uh, obviously the captain. Uh, you know, again, means everything to this team. He lost a couple seasons earlier in his career due to a concussion, and when he got hit against the boards by Sidney Crosby mm. and Martian was suspended, the season looked like it might be teetering. And then the Tuka Rass saga, Pritch, you know, he comes back and he he has peanuts, you know, uh, you know, nickels on, on the dollar here only for 500 grand. He wants to come back and play. His body just did not hold up. And in a way that might be a blessing for the Bruins because Swayman, a young stud goaltender, along with Olmark, who they gave a lot of money to. Now your goalie situation is solidified. Uh, so, yeah, the bees are pouring it on, Pritch, and uh, I'm happy about that on a Monday. Okay, um, Hurricanes and the Flyers in the first period underway in that one, 0-0. Uh, did you have uh, a play on that one? Because live sweats on air is outstanding, Josh. <laughs> it is. It, I, to be honest with you, the best live sweats are baseball. Hockey so fast. Right. Baseball, it's every one pitch. So, uh, if you're listening to Major League Baseball, Please, Players Association and the owners, let's stop fighting millionaires and billionaires. Let's get baseball back on the radar here. I don't want to miss any more games or spring training. Pritch, I should be looking up, like, you know, what's going down in the grapefruit lead? Fort Myers, you know, who's the Red Sox fifth starter? We need baseball back. Let's come to an agreement. Uh, but in this play, I like Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm sweating Carolina. It's kind of a big number. Uh, but they did have late steam in their favor. They're, like, minus 220 up to minus 240. And the Flyers are a team that I've kind of been betting against quite a bit who I think uh, maybe in sell mode moving toward the all-star or the uh, trade deadline. Okay. And then coming up a little bit later, we got games, uh, the Jets and the Flames, Maple Leafs, Canadians, the Kraken, uh, Canucks (laughs) as well. Anything standing out to you with those games? Yeah, so we got a couple plays. I got a plan Calgary Flames. They've been really fun to sweat here. They made a really good trade, in my opinion, bringing in Tyler Toffoli from the Canadiens. Uh, you have uh, Daryl Sutter, who's you know won a bunch of cups there with the uh, the uh, LA Kings. He's got this team trending in the right direction. But it's not just that. It's kind of a, a good system play for me. That the uh, the Calgary Flames opened as low as like minus one seventy five. Pritch mm-hmm. they've been up all the way to around minus two thirty. So big number. Uh, we got a lot of matches here. Home favorites minus two hundred or more coming off a win. They're they're 78% this year with a 7% ROI. The Flames are riding that nine-game win streak, obviously. Uh, and the Jets have really kind of struggled to score, and they've been struggling on the road. And this is a tired uh, Winnipeg Jets spot. This is their fourth game in six days. So I'm on uh, I'm on Calgary here. Uh, I think got them like minus 220 earlier today. Okay, they're, reminder, minus, with these, they're minus 245 yeah. right now, Josh. Yeah, they're getting steamed up here, Pritch. And I would just say, if you're betting these bigger numbers, like hockey, I bet a little more chalk. A lot of my systems do much better with favorites. But keep this in mind. Bet to risk, not bet to win. I say Mm -hmm. it all the time, but it's really important. If you're betting the Flames with me tonight, I would not suggest laying 2.45 units to win one unit on the Flames. I'm always risking one unit. So that may be for you 
$10, $100. It could be whatever you feel comfortable with based on 3% of your bankroll. But if the Flames lose, I want to lose. I don't. I never want to lose. But I only want to lose one unit mm. like any other bet. I don't want to lose 2.45 units. To me, that's how betting these favorites can really dig you a big hole. Uh, you don't want to bet. You don't want to risk too much when the reward is small. So it's always my one unit with hockey. I always want to mention that because I would hate to see, you know, you, somebody bet the Flames and they lose 2.45 units when you should only lose one. So when you see steam like this, though, I mean, mine's 245. My goodness, right, Josh? I mean, uh, any other betting angles? Certainly the puck line is available right there. Do you feel comfortable, uh, you know, exploring that uh, if you are kind of late uh, for this steam move? So it could make sense. I'll be honest, Pritch. I have a love-hate relationship with the puck <laughs> okay. line because, you know, when you bet the puck line, for example, like this this, uh, this uh, Calgary Flames play, you could go money line, you know, minus 245. You could go puck line, minus one and a half at like even money, minus 105 plus 100, mm -hmm. something like that, which feels much better. But if you do and you bet hockey enough, there'll be situations where you go puck line and the team wins by one or wins in a shootout or wins in overtime. And you're like, man, why don't I just pay a little bit more, uh, you know, to uh, to make sure I only need to win by one. On the other hand, you know, you go money line here like me and our buddy like Andy McNeil. I know he likes, I think, the puck line for Calgary. If they win by two or more, you get a better payout. So okay. I think it's up to you as a better. Do you want to leave open the, the door of, hey, you know, maybe you're down late, you tie it and win in overtime and win your bet. Or do you want to, you know, walk a tight rope and say you got to win by two or more? I don't think there's a perfect answer. But to me, it kind of depends on the price and your perception of that particular game. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, that over even uh, the total six uh, minus 115 here at the South Point. Uh, so a little juice right there. But I agree with you. Love, hate. I can understand the love, hate relationship with the puck line, uh, especially when it comes to hockey. Let, let's get to the Stanley Cup odds. Uh, Josh, because here I was about to lay out a great argument for the Avs and uh, taking a plus 425. I think Kemper, he's 6'5 in net, right? And then uh, the Avs, they're, they're fully loaded. And, and they're primed to win the Stanley Cup, in my opinion, this year. Uh, the Knights are getting healthier. We saw Eichel get his first goal uh, over the weekend, too. So that's intriguing, plus 850. But I, I don't know how the Avs... They, they should get to the finals. They should get to the Stanley Cup finals. But, I, I mean, I don't know how – I mean, anything can, everything can happen. I get that. But I, I, what I'm trying to say about the Avs, even with goalie in net, I mean, this team is absolutely loaded this year. They're absolutely loaded, Pritch. You're totally right. But And I would say, too, you know, the odds makers are going to be rooting against the Avs pretty hard. I mm -hmm. think you had pretty much the same thing last year. It's been, uh, you know, I think probably year two or three in terms of the Avs being a loaded team that's kind of favored to win the Cup. We do have some data from BetMGM. So this is what I mean with the odds makers rooting against them, Pritch. They're getting 25% of tickets for futures here. Uh, they're getting 31% of the money. So yeah. there's no other team in the NHL getting 10% of tickets. So that goes to show you how much love the Avs or, or you know, betters have for the Avs. They open plus 600. Now you're down to plus 450. So with what the books are thinking of, you know, hey, if the Avs win the cup, they're going to have to pay out a ton of bets here. If they get knocked off, they're going to rake in a lot of this money. To me, I think what Gamble and Lou said is, you know, and it was funny, he, we had a, a great job by the VEASAN social media team. They clipped him saying it's big boy hockey in, <laughs> you know, in the playoffs mm -hmm. here. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of fun with that. But I think he's right. Some of these, like, flashy teams that, like, score a lot or built on finesse, and I don't want to bad rap Colorado. I bet them a lot, and, you know, I love sweating them, and they can score at any moment. 
but it is a different game when you get to the playoffs. It's, you know, those open lanes in the regular season, uh, you're getting crunched into the boards and you don't find those open lanes during the playoffs. So to me, it's pretty chalky. I look down the list a little bit, Pritch. I still think it's crazy that, you know, the lightning are plus seven fifty. I think people are holding it against them that, you know, they've, they're going for a three P and right. they've won two in a row. They can't possibly win three. They're only getting 7% of bets, but 9% of money. That would be another kind of uh, slight, slight bet discrepancy play. I'd be more intrigued by them doing it again. They've been there, done that. They know what it takes. And then also down the list, you know, you mentioned a couple teams. Uh, obviously, when the Golden Knights are at full strength and you get Stone in there, they're going to be fun to watch. I'll give you another team uh, or two teams, Pritch. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, they're 18 to 1. I think that's kind of a, a number that's worthwhile of uh, worthwhile playing here. I th- would assume they're maybe should be closer to like 12 to one, 10 to one. They have a really good home ice advantage. They have a deep team. They're not just defensively, but Eric Sinek and some of these other guys, Kaprizov, they can score. I don't think they're getting enough pub. Uh, and then I would also say no Maple Leafs for me. They're chokers, Pritch. I'm not going anywhere <laughs> near the Leafs here. Uh, and I just want to know uh, in terms of the abs, what does Joe Sackett do with the deadline? There's a name out there, Pritch, mm-hmm. Claude Giroux, yeah. captain of the Philadelphia Flyers. If he gets dealt to maybe the Avs or a different team, to me, that would make me like the Avs a little more. You know, you brought up interesting points about the Avs because I think there are questions about that hockey team in terms of uh, when they are in the playoffs, uh, underperforming, underwhelming at times. I mean, the Knights, uh, I, I don't know if I can rely on goalie and also if they can stay healthy. You mentioned when they're full strength. When is that going to be uh, for the Golden Knights <laughs> at this point? Uh, but the firepower of the Avs, uh, the window of opportunity, uh, and then again, Kemper uh, in net. Until this game today, that guy was has been phenomenal. He really has. And again, you lose Grubauer, you're worried yeah. who do you get, who, do, who can you replace him. Uh, I would also keep an eye out, Pritch, on the Hurricanes, 12 okay. to 1. Uh, that's, that's a team that's kind of plays that heavy game that could be tough to play in the postseason. Uh, yeah, I like what you mentioned about the Minnesota Wild, too. Scrappy uh, team for sure. Uh, come up next, we got to get to some NFL headlines and then also Josh Applebaum and his best bets uh, of the day. That's coming up next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You can also form that uh, one-game parlay 
uh, that is also intriguing at BetMGM. One game parlay, exciting uh, feature designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types. Uh, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account and create your best parlay uh, before the game starts. Uh, certainly, uh, you can earn uh, BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonuses or convert into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager all promotions subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel that you have a gambling problem. Promotion offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. One game parlay not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So news and notes from the National Football League. Josh, interesting. Levy Smith says the Bengals uh, or the Texans can make that Bengals run. Why not us? Uh, but then the news that hit, uh, certainly, uh, I think we need to focus on a little bit. Brian Flores hired by the Steelers as a senior defensive assistant. Uh, he's going to work with this defense side of ball, perhaps linebackers. Uh, but it speaks to the culture that Tomlin has in place already, or the Steelers, their organization has had for decades. Uh, and now they're going to add a defensive mind like Brian Flores to the mix. Uh, your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now? Yeah, I thought this was a great hire, and kudos to the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, for bringing Flores in because right. I was getting a little concerned, like, is this going to be a Kaepernick situation mm -hmm. where, like, they blackball, you know, Flores from what he said, and I'm, I'm totally with him, and we got to get more diversity and really show that, you know, the upper management is reflective of of the game and, and who plays. You know, the game is over, I believe, set over 70% African-American, and yet we only have a couple coaches. We need African-American ownership as well, and with the Steelers bringing in Flores, it's not just, a you know, a diversity play. It's really a, a smart defensive minded guy who's really shown uh, again, working under Belichick running his uh, the business there in Miami, which I still think it's crazy to me that, you know, he has a couple good years there and they, they, sh you know, show him the door with Steven Ross, who by the way, Pritch, there's still rumors of, you know, they'll be able to prove the fact uh, that Steven Ross uh, actually, you know, was alleged and uh, maybe it's true. We'll see that he offered hundred K to lose these games. And I heard Pritch that his uh, excuse for that is that he was joking. When you're when oh, your excuse is that you were joking, <laughs> then you are in a losing side of an argument there. So we'll see if he has to sell the team. That's a whole other argument. But Pritch, give me your take on Brian Flores. To me, it's a it's a great play bringing in a really good defensive minded mm. guy who can benefit uh, Tomlin and make his his life a little easier as coach of the Steelers. Well, first of all, if the excuse is that you're joking and you're going to pay somebody a hundred thousand dollars, how is that joking? One, right? <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it was a great hire. Um, the Steelers in that organization, a lot of respect uh, for the family, the Rooney family. Uh, and, you know, you have to implement a rule in the first place, which makes zero sense. I don't get it. Uh, but here you go. Uh, you know, it, it's the culture, too, of the Steelers, Josh, that I'm uh, focusing in on as a better uh, because Butler is gone. He was a defense coordinator. You, you promote from within like the Steelers often do. Austin now is going to be the defensive coordinator, Terrell uh, Austin. And so here comes Flores in that similar position. So he's in line as a senior defensive assistant to still have that title or the clout or the respect that he needs uh, to get another opportunity as a head coach. So uh, I, I thought it was great that the Steelers uh, made this uh, hire created this situation and also let the league know that Brian Flores is okay to hire, you know, you owners, you might be uh, a little, I don't know, 
uh, conscious or, or is self-conscious about maybe not hiring uh, Flores because he might do you in as an owner. But I don't know if you should have that outlook, right? I mean, Brian Flores is a great coach uh, that deserves another opportunity. I don't know why. Well, I do know why he was fired, but we all do. <laughs> um, but certainly for him not to be hired as another head coach or get that head coaching opportunity uh, immediately, obviously the owners wanted to stay away from that situation. But I love the fact that the Steelers still propped him up uh, the way that they did, though. I'm right there with your pitch. And, you know, one of my favorite movies, Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee. Like, mm -hmm. you know, again, do the right thing and get rewarded for it. I was, you know, concerned with Flores that, to me, he was doing the right thing by calling out really these, you know, unfair practices in terms of hiring. Right. And then what was going to happen? He's probably going to be, you know, relegated from the league and, you know, untouchable and kryptonite. Well, no, he did the right thing by, you know, taking a bullet for himself by hopefully, you know, uh, African-American coaches after him and not African-American, Pritch, like, you know, Latino coaches, you know, Asian, mm -hmm. there's all different right. types of coaches coaches who should have a shot and not be, you know, uh, pigeonholed based on their ethnicity. He, and again, would he have to be kind of a martyr for that? No. You know, Tomlin has a nice sounding board now. We're in these, you know, meeting rooms. Probably him and Flores can really, you know, devise some different uh, game plans. And mm -hmm. it really, as you mentioned, is good for Flores' future showing, hey, you know, this guy's still a good coach. And, and hopefully down the road, this opens the door to another head coaching opportunity. Right. Diversity is diversity. Uh, and so <laughs> from an integrity of the game standpoint, I love the fact that uh, what Flores brought to light, uh, certainly the league needs to clean that up. And it's one thing to suck for luck when you cut Peyton Manning, right? Um, <laughs> but it's another thing to, you know, do what Ross is accused of doing and pay $100,000 or whatever it was uh, to lose games. So, that, yeah, you got to clean that up for sure. Let's get to some Josh Applebaum best bets. Uh, we're going to go to college basketball because that's the only thing we can bet on right now. What do you have from a best bet standpoint? Yeah, I got a few here, Pritch. So uh, let's start off with the Big Ten. A couple big games in the Big Ten tonight. First one, Penn State and Maryland. What caught my eye with this one, Pritch? You know, two teams below 500, trying to get back to, uh, you know, 500 here and get some momentum, hopefully before conference tournament time. But this is a big public play toward Maryland. Uh, maybe a lesser of two evils play where, hey, both teams are below 500. Let's just take the favorite at home on a short number. But this game actually opened uh, the Terps as a three-point favorite. Even though they're getting two out of three bets, we've seen the line get down to two and a half. So this is kind of a classic reverse line move situation here. Public on Maryland, yet line falling to Penn State. So I jumped on the plus three with Penn State, Pritch. Again, kind of a classic road conference dog with a line move in their favor. Ken Palm has them losing by three, or sorry, losing by two. So mm -hmm. if you're getting a two and a half or three, you know, slight, slight actionable value there. Uh, you're really banking on the defense of Penn State. They're only giving up 65 a game versus 71 for Maryland. And that kind of jives with, I'm going to walk a tightrope, Pritch. I got to play on the under, too. And I don't know how you feel about having, like, oh. you know, two bets on one game because, you know, you could maybe, like, cash your Penn State, but the game flies over, and mm -hmm. then we give up the juice. Or, you know, there's always kind of those situations where I'm not big on betting, you know, multiple sides of a game. Uh, but I thought the under was worth a look because if you look at Penn State, they're one of the slowest pace tempo teams in all of college basketball. If you go to Ken Palm's site, go to tempo, scroll all the way down when you get to Virginia, <laughs> Penn State is right there next to them as one of the slowest teams in college basketball. This total opener on 130, it's down to, you know, 129-ish there. Uh, I'd be looking toward the under, Penn State 14-9 and nine to the under this year. So give me the under and give me Penn State. You would love the three. I'll grab the two and a half uh, if that's all you can get. Yeah, Penn State uh, not playing well on the road too. So kind of uh, bolstering your argument right there. Not argument, position uh, for the under. 128 and a half. So Providence Butler, I was looking at that too over the weekend, Josh, and from a tempo standpoint as well. But uh, 128 and a half gets, uh, gets dicey for me from an underplay. 
It really does. And I think as betters, you know, it's really tough. Like you could have really sharp underplay. Mm-hmm. It flies over and you're like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> and then you get scared off to do it the next time when I think as betters, it, it's really difficult. But, you know, even if, you know, you, you like that under in that Providence game, it flies over. Don't let that, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of scare you off of the next sharp play. Mm-hmm. Like we're playing a long game here and one game result, you know, sample size is not indicative of a long-term trend. So again, you could win or lose this over or under, but it's really about identifying a situation long-term that, you know, we're trying to win 55 times out of a hundred. That's really the goal here with some of these plays. Okay. Speaking of best bets, I mean, uh, Utah Valley, uh, we'll put that one Mm -hmm. aside, the Wolverines, but uh, a birdie told me that New Mexico state at Seattle (laughs) is a game that you might've featured on your podcast, the market insight podcast that you can catch each and every day. Josh Applebaum uh, does a great job. Is that true? Was a birdie correct in that? It is true, Pritch. The birdie was correct here. So, uh, yeah, Adam Burke and I, we're going to have, like, a contest. Like, who can find, like, the craziest off-the-wall games of the day? But uh, I like Seattle here. We're going to the WAC. So, by the way, Ben Wilson, excited to hear you call some games there for conference tournament time. Uh, But this is not what I would call a sharp play. To me, it's a value play. And I'm on Seattle in this spot. So, number one, uh, this game opened New Mexico State. Really short, like, you know, one-and-a-half-point favorite. The line's been bet up to two-and-a-half. It even tipped at three, I think, at some shops briefly. So there was movement going toward New Mexico State. But here's the thing, Pritch. Ken Palm sound the alarm. This is a spot where Ken Palm actually has Seattle winning the game. And if you watched yesterday, Memphis and SMU, same sort of thing, where SMU, Ken Palm had them winning. Uh, And again, it's not going to win every single time, but it always gets me excited when I can bet a Ken Palm team who he has winning as a dog, getting points. So again, it's it's not a sharp play because the line did go to New Mexico State a bit, but if almost like that all-star game, Pritch, you're laying the two and a half now, you know, they win by two, you know, you lose your bet there, like the total in the all-star game. Give me Seattle plus two and a half, shop around, try to find a three. Uh, I believe they're 16 and one at home this season, Pritch. Mm. Let's go Seattle. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens in that matchup. I'll be watching Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State, a uh, tough road right now in terms of their <laughs> opponents uh, coming up. Baylor shorthanded, too, with some injuries. Great job today, Josh. Good luck with your plays. Appreciate it, Pritch. Have a good night. You, too. The Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Buddy Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.